Ladies and gentlemen, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in two minutes. Excellent listening locations are still available all around Showcase Promenade. Due to the use of alcohol and opinions around the lagoon, for your safety, we request that you remain on the promenade side of all railings. During the show, please watch your step and take small children firmly by the hand. Once again, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in just two minutes. Thank you. And welcome to another episode of the Diz Explorers podcast, where each episode we explore the many avenues of the great Disney universe, which seems to be shrinking. <laughs> Maybe not literally, but virtually? Something um, like that. Logically? Logistically? Is that the word? Logistically. Logistically. That, there there it is. There's the... There's lots the, uh, of changes. Lots of changes. Lots and, of changes. And questions. Changes Mostly and questions. that lead to questions. Yeah. Yes. So, and we're here to provide you answers to none of it, but just to discuss it and give you our <laughs> wacky takes on everything. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. That's right. You're welcome in advance. Um, yeah, so I... I think we should just start with Disneyland because that's that was like the um that's heavy right. man that that kind of trumps yeah. all the you know half a dozen or more things that that Disney World rolled out but that that Disneyland annual pass thing is like a uh so Duchess Jessica tell us what's face. going on it, just in case somebody does not know what's going on with Disneyland yeah, what's so going on if you don't know what uh, Disneyland is approaching a year of closure. It closed in mid-March and has not reopened um, except for downtown Disney and then a couple of shops in California Adventure accessible without a ticket. Um, but otherwise, it's been closed for a year. And with for that whole year, there's been a big question of how do we renew annual passes? What do we do? And finally, this week or last week, I've lost track of time, but Disneyland said we are... In, I think the phrase they used was uh, indefinitely suspending yep. um, all all annual passes. And they're refunding people prorated depending on when you renewed versus when the park closed. Um, and what they're saying in the... Because my first reaction was just to flip out going, wah! Yeah. But <laughs> if, if you think about it, you know, it's, it's a little more nuanced than that because they said that they're redesigning it and they will bring it back at a later date with new options. And it's honestly been a rumor for a really long time that they were going to do that anyway, because I think, you know, as much as I love being an AP, I think most Disneyland visitors, AP or not, would agree that that program was kind of a mess. There were too many tiers with too many rules and the percentage discounts were inconsistent. And I think they, they might've even sold too many because the days that annual passes were valid were always way, way overcrowded. And there were just, there were a lot of problems with it. So it was due for some sort of overhaul, but it is, it is sad because it's been the same program since I think 84 or 85, I think I saw online that is, yeah. So it was, you know, long That's running. Long, and I yeah. I feel like a lot of people have myself included have just emotional attachment to it. So but once you get past the oh I'm not an AP anymore, it makes sense. And well, you know was, from uh, Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say uh, you know for the Disney World end uh, cuz it was always a cool thing in simpler times. Like I remember the first yeah. time that I got my own AP that wasn't you know, attached to a vacation that was with my parents or something like that. I bought myself with my own money. I was like, God damn, I'm here, you know, and the perks were great and everything was fantastic with it. And it was, even if you didn't have the highest one that got you into everything and water parks and golf and the whole thing, it still got you all four parks and a park hopper and a 20% yeah. discount on pretty much anything and everything. Uh, and, and good discounts at restaurants. Um, mm-hmm. And it was a good, it was a sweet deal for a lot of years. So. Yeah, and I think 
the Disneyland one too, they over time were definitely chipping away at the benefits. Like uh, a lot of restaurants in downtown Disney stopped accepting AP discounts and they stopped giving you a discount on like Halloween party tickets and stuff like that. So you could sort of see it coming. And I think with the timing, with the closure, it also makes sense because I'm assuming based on how things are going now with California still being in super strict lockdown that when the park does reopen, it's going to have much, much stricter capacity rules than Florida has had. So how do you justify like if someone's paying for a pass where they're supposed to get in every day and you have a reservation system where only, let's say, 10 percent of the normal capacity is allowed in. So what do you assign half of that to APs and half to the general public? How do you make that fair? Right. So I kind of get. I get it, but it's still sad. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, as a business thing, it, it makes total sense. But yes, on its yeah. face, it's it does suck. Yeah, so I'm just hoping the new system is better because they definitely have room for improvement. So I mean, what are some is, is things the... that you wish they would do? Like, well, what are some things that would make APs make sense for both the residents as well as the visitor tourists? Like, I would be... So yeah, what, what are some things that would bring balance to the force? <laughs> Before you answer that, just so I know, and I am yeah. probably could look it up, but maybe you can just give a – I know you said there was many tiers and many things. So yeah. what was the, what was the basic, basic one? Was there a, a just a Disneyland one, just an, a California Adventure? Was there one for both? And then was there like <sighs> one that got you in everything any time of the year? Was there blockout dates for – because I kind of – you know, I'm just trying to compare to see how they did with Walt Disney Worlds because theirs they yeah, changed yeah. a few years ago, and they made a they did take away a tier, but they added some other ones, and it's kind of okay. It does make sense. I, it's I'm okay with the way they do it, and they started to bring some of the discounts back because they did do the same thing. They started chipping away at what you got for your mm-hmm. AP. The only thing that was beneficial that stayed the most beneficial was your renewal rate. And if you were a DC DVC member, it was an even better renewal renewal rate. So that right. was always nice. But that all that's the Disney World one is just is a mess too now because you can't renew it now. And there's all these stipulations. It's weird. I can't even figure it out. So I mean, mine's going to expire next month, and I'm I'm not going to for our upcoming trip. We just got um, length of stay things for the for the two weeks because you couldn't renew our annual passes i couldn't renew mine because they're just not doing it so anyway not to go way off but um they should have renewed it they are renewing annual passes at disney world they are i thought there was some weird absolutely thing going on that you couldn't do it and there was a certain all right i'll have to i'll I'll check it out look into it they are renewing annual passes at disney world no new passes there are a few exceptions to the no new pass rule, but that's a whole different discussion. Let's stay on Disneyland. Yeah, maybe it's the no new. Maybe it's the no new pass. I was getting confused mm-hmm. with. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, we, we'll talk about that one next. All right. <laughs> yeah. So the way I was a pass holder for five years, and it changed maybe four times. So oh my god, I'm, it, it's really confusing. But the the last I remember it, and. I often have a bad memory, so if you're listening and I'm getting something wrong, I apologize. But from what I remember is there were four tiers last, other than that crazy one that is Disneyland and Disney World combined. That's oh, like thousands yeah, of yeah. Dollars. I don't know who on earth buys that, but I'm good sure for you. There are do, people, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but for d- d- the Disneyland ones, the four tiers, they were all for both parks, and it was just a matter of how many blockout days you have. Oh, so okay. the like the signature plus had no blockout days. The signature, which is I, what I had, was the only blockout days were like the week of Christmas and the week of 4th of July or something like that, which I would never go anyway. So right. that's the one I picked. Then there was the deluxe, which had a mix of like a lot of weekends were blocked out and holidays and stuff. And then the the one that was quote unquote controversial that it went away and came back several times in the years that I had the annual pass was called the SoCal Select. And that was only accessible for Southern California residents. Uh, and it had a lot of blockout days, but there were, I believe, it was pretty cheap compared to the other three. So a lot of people bought them. And a lot of people hated it for that reason because it really just flooded the parks and made them way more crowded. So, right. uh, and to answer Mel's question, what I would want, you know, I, I don't think I'm an expert enough to design a better system. But what I would say, just from my experience, was, 
one, it was just way too complicated because you don't need that many tiers. It's a little bit insane. And I also think a lot of people would benefit from having maybe just one AP that's like a year round thing for both. And then something smaller that's not as much of a financial commitment where maybe it's, you know, 10 day tickets for a bundle cost or something like that. Because I think it just got so complicated with all of the tiers. And like when I was in college, all of my roommates, we had different passes with different tiers and trying to coordinate what day all of us could be admitted at the same day was just so confusing. (laughs) Need a pie graph and a chart. Yeah, (laughs) and I have no data for this. But the other thing I would say is it sort of seems like they sell too many annual passes. Maybe they need to have a cap on them per year. Or or a reservation list or something, because I think that a a lot of people on Twitter have claimed that go more frequently than I do, that they think that overcrowding in the park is a direct result of annual pass holders. And there's definitely a culture in Disneyland of like hanging out where it's not really, you're not there for a vacation. You're not necessarily going on a ton of rides. Like people just meet up there at locals to hang out and there were even like they called them Disneyland gangs where they had matching jackets yep, yep, and stuff. I've seen them. <laughs> so yeah. So I feel like annual pass holders definitely contribute to the congestion in the park, but I also they must be profitable for Disney or else why would they offer annual pass? Oh, absolutely. Passes? So it's still, you're from a business sp- standpoint. Yeah, oh, yeah sure. I get it. But those were those are the two things that I think of from my experience that would help in a new system. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Disney World from last I remember what they I think what their system is now is there's a <clears throat> there's a gold or silver gold and platinum I believe and then for Florida residents there's different ones as well <clears throat> and the last one I got was the gold one so basically so, yeah, the that gold one is the Florida resident pass and DVC members as a perk as a blue card perk have had access to that yes. gold pass as well. There are some blackout dates with that. Yeah, but it was dates that I knew I wasn't going when I had exactly. it. You know, during the spring break weeks, Christmas week, Fourth of July weeks. Like I knew I wasn't going during those weeks. Yeah. Um, so it was fine, and it was and financially because for for non Florida residents, Walt Disney World does not offer any sort of monthly payment plan. You have to pay up. No. You have to pay it all right. up front. So okay. the gold cards you could pay by the month. You could. The thing, though, is there was no memory maker, which is Disney's photo pass. There was no memory Mm -hmm. maker for gold pass holders. That was only for, or was that silver? No, for silver, because I had, because I had, I I had the memory maker, but you could always buy that to add it on anyway. Maybe it was the silver ones. Uh, Anyway. Yeah. So that was another thing that was confusing with the Disneyland passes was different tier, different passes had different percentages off of dining or shopping and some included photo pass and some didn't. So it was, yeah. I feel like they just need to pick a, pick a number and I stick with it. For, right. You know? I can't yeah. even remember who had photo pass and who didn't, but I yeah. can say this, that Disney is currently renewing every type, every tier of Disney world annual pass that I know of. Um, and if, a family has annual passes and there's a child who is aged up from two to three. Right. They will sell the three-year-old an annual pass as long oh, as see. one of the parents has an annual pass. An annual pass. pass. Oh, okay. That oh, makes yeah. sense. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yes. That makes sense. So there's that. So those are the only people who are able to renew. And I know if there is a lapse in an annual pass, I think there's some kind of window I really don't know what that is that you can have a lapsed annual pass and they will allow you to renew it. It so. was 30 days. Pri- it used to be, I think, 30 days prior or 30 days after. Right. I believe. So, yeah, I'm going to definitely check into mine because mine's uh, end of February, yeah. I believe. With with the shutdown, it extended it. Otherwise, it uh-huh. I would have done it in September. But because... Um, because of the months closed, they obviously they added that onto the back end of it. Um, right. I unfortunately haven't been able to use it, but uh, <laughs> but at least I had it. Um, so so yeah. I, I'm up in the air. If I can renew it and it's the same rate, I may just do it just to have it because I'm weird like that. And I'm hoping and to go back in the much, fall, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much been Disney's policy, I think, since the July reopenings for Disney World. 
Um, yeah. As far as no new APs, but they will renew currents. Which... Oh, okay. That so makes we're... more sense. I, I saw on Twitter a lot of people were upset that I think Disney World's no longer giving you complimentary like magic bands and other perks. Right. Was that related to annual passes or was that no? Visitors? That was that, just I in think general. That's just cutbacks. Okay. That's just cutbacks. Cheapback cutbacks. Um, so as of January first, I think it was there are no complimentary magic bands with you your re- still, with your reservation. You can use old with ones. Your package, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can use old ones, okay. or you can pre-purchase from their menu at a pretty good discount. Like the solid colored traditional colors are only five dollars each. I think they're normally right. fifteen or twenty. Yeah, I and think, then yes. they have various prints and limited edition bands all right. available at a discount. At a discount. Yeah. So you can still pre-purchase those magic bands and have them sent to your house and have, you know, your names put on them. We would customize them sometimes with family nicknames yeah. or whatever. So you can have your names put on the inside of your bands, which you cannot do if you purchase them at the park. So there, I mean, there no. are still some benefits to pre-ordering them. Oh, absolutely. So that discount and the personalization can still be done, but it's just not free anymore. No. Which, considering some of us have magic band collections that was, are a little obnoxious, yeah, I'm okay with that. I don't really. I mean, you our know? our last bunch of trips, unless unless I've had some come up with some ridiculous nickname or something I could get on there that I really needed. I've used older ones. I have all the colors I would want anyway. Right. So I'm, you know, and my my kids the past couple times have gotten. All the same colors, so I was like, "Well, then, we're, if you're not changing your name or what you're putting on it, then we're just going to use the ones that we have, and I'll just activate those, and it is what it is." Yeah, Audrey so. got a special one, and that's the only one she's worn since she's bought that one. So <laughs> there's no no need to get another one. No, I hear you. Yeah, that's the only thing I don't like about these special. Like, I have an Epcot one, yeah, like a Spaceship Earth Band one, and. Uh, those obviously you can't customize the name. It's just because you buy them and that's what they are, and it is what it. You know what right. I mean. When you buy them in the parks, those limited edition ones and special edition ones, they used to make you know different sounds when you tapped in at at certain uh, attractions. Attractions, but um, I'm not sure if that's still the case. All right, so yeah, so that was the crazy Disneyland news and. Good times, yeah. Good times. I mean, like Jessica said, yeah. The, I mean, it's just it's everything. Anything and everything just seems like piling on, just because of what's been going on in the in the world for the yeah. past year. So when when stuff that's near and dear to our heart in a on a uh, on a level like like Disney is for hobbyists and, and enthusiasts and people who just are flat out in love with the place, like us. Um, you know, stuff like that kind of hits us. Whether before we can process the, how much, whether it makes sense or not, to some people it's not going to make sense. But to most people, like Jessica said, when you sit down and think about it for a minute, all right, the place has been closed for a year. Why? Why? Why now? Now is probably the best time for them to rejigger it and figure it all out, so that when they open it, when it opens again and can be get back in, they can say, all right, and they can make it better for hopefully not just for them, but just, but for the, the park goers as well. So, absolutely, you know, yeah. all it we can do is uh, hope, like, hope for the best. That's all. Yeah. It definitely felt like a loss because, you know, it, it's a big part of Disneyland having APs and stuff, but yeah. you're absolutely right. I think it's a chance to make it better. And it, I just have to remember that. But yep. in 2020 slash 2021, <laughs> you're just like, oh, another thing. Keep yep. it coming. Like, what else can I know. you do? You yep. know? <laughs> I, did, I did see a funny meme about it, though. It was, uh, some, uh, it was a picture of somebody just holding a Disneyland annual pass. And it was like dusting away. And it and the caption under it was uh, Mr. Chapek. I don't feel so good. No, <laughs> I forgot if I saw it on Facebook or Twitter and which group I saw it in. Oh, but it was funny. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I'm surprised it's not floating around there more. Oh man, if I could find it, I'll, I'll send it to you guys. That was pretty funny. Um, but so yeah. Um, so I, now, you know, on, on Melon and, and my side over here, it just became like a barrage of, uh, changes. They, they just, you know, one day away. just, they just opened up the floodgates one day and we're like, okay, no more magic express, no more, 
<laughs> extra magic hours. No more. Oh, I can't even remember what else. It was like five. It was like four or five things. They were like, Bing, bang, boom, boom, boom. That's it. It's done. And we're like, what? Who? Right? What? Huh? Who? Now, see the magic. Ex- yeah. The magic express was probably the biggest one of all those, maybe. And I get it, but uh-huh. I I'm not that sad about that one. Maybe for the so- maybe for the. Maybe for the inbound trip. So I come from Connecticut. So, you know, two and a half hour flight into the airport, do whatever you got to do. It was always nice to just not have to worry about the bags and just get there. I kept whatever I wanted in my backpack or carry on and just head to the park. So Disney's Magical Express, it it takes you from the, as long as you have a resort resort reservation. Yeah. You don't, it doesn't have to be a ticket package. It could be room only. Yes. As long as you're staying there, Disney will take your luggage. You don't even have to get a baggage claim. No. Disney gets your luggage and it gets magically to your room. Yep. And Disney will take you to your resort on their buses. It kind of began as a way to keep you in the bubble. Well, yeah, it was like an all. So you don't need to rent a car. So you don't need to leave. You don't need to go to Universal. You don't need to eat off site. Right. You don't need to shop off site. Everything you're going to do, you're going to do there. Um, and I get it. It, you know, having used that for my entire parental lifespan with kids, man, Magical Express made it easy. Yeah. Because we're on the flyer drive bubble. Like, we could fly or we could drive. Yeah, yeah. And with Magical Express, we're like, we're flying. <laughs> yeah, why not? We just go to our local airport, drop off our luggage, and boom, we're done. Yeah. The moment that luggage is dropped off, it's like, there's oh, nothing no else that I have to think about. No doubt. The the only the, the the biggest downfall to Magical Express was on your return home, because no matter where you were flying into, and this was before uh, nine eleven and before right. anything else, they got you to the airport three hours before your flight for for uh, national flights, and if you were international, I believe it was four or five four. hours before your flight. So mm-hmm. that's a lot of real estate to me. Like, so we would always try to get the last flight that we could possibly get out of there because say it was a nine o'clock flight at least you knew you were had almost all day till you had to be back at the resort sometime before six because the bus would pick you up at six right so so you know currently the way magical express is in covid times is they're not doing the luggage delivery anyway right so there's no you have to there's no magically getting whisking away of your luggage you have to go pick up your luggage take it to the bus and handle it and deal with it yourself. And on the reverse end, there's no airline, airline check-in. check-in. So you're, again, lugging your luggage onto the Magical Express. So in a sense, Magical Express is already altered. Yeah, it's kind of dead already. It really, really is. A lot of those you know, perks as far as... And when you have a big family, I've got three kids. I mean, they're grown now. Yep. But when they were little, that's a lot of luggage that they can't lug. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I know. So, I hear you. Same here. So... Yeah. It really, really was a great perk, and I understand why people are a bit upset about it. But it's just, yeah. I mean, Mears, well, that's Disney who, contracted with Mears. Mears it's right. spelled M-E-A-R-S, and you've seen the buses. The um, Mears branded buses are bright gold and, and black with black letters. So yeah. it's yellow and black buses. They're not wrapped with the Disney characters or anything. It just says Mears. Yep. Mears, as a company, is not going anywhere. No. Mirrors still operates the um, ground transfers to Disney Cruise Line. That hasn't changed as far as I'm aware of because that is a paid service. That's not a freebie bus. Right. Um, And I think, what else do they do? But So Mirrors as a company is not going anywhere. Well, Mirrors. You can still, still get them to take you to the resorts. You just have to. Book it yourself on another website. Yeah, well, that's who you used to use before Magical Express. You mm-hmm. used mirrors or right some smaller form. They have smaller vans, like you know those seven, eight passenger mm-hmm. vans, which were always good for when my family. Book- and you know there was before Magical Express as well. There was there was a plethora of good local right. car services because my father mm-hmm. ended up. Uh, you know we we end up until Magical Express. My father would use the same guy every time, and mm-hmm. it was great because when the kids were little, before Magical Express, he always had car seats, 
you know, uh-huh. he, you know, good car seats, not just crappy ones. So, th- so we knew from the airport we didn't have to bring our ones on the plane because we never did that with our kids anyway. And right. we would get down there. He had the limo. The car seats were in it. We would strap him in. We were good to go. And and he would take right. us. To, and it was not a crazy amount of money. Like it was. Right. It wasn't. And most of them still aren't because they're competing with Magical Express. Well, and now they're gonna. Now you would think they're gonna. They're pop, gonna, they're gonna start popping up again. Absolutely. Because I, I. And I honestly would. Because obviously there's always the Ubers and the Lyfts and whatever else. Mm-hmm. But for me, for the 45 minute ride, I'd rather. Spend it but for not people with a lot Uber. of luggage and a lot of <laughs> right. people, Uber, even an Uber XL doesn't always make sense. No, not at all. If you've got a lot of people and a lot of luggage. Right. So, um, so the there's Magical options. Express there's plenty of easy options. service is going away. Yes. Now, I mean, I've been going to Disney World since 1979, and you've been, you went pre-Magical Express, too. Yes. People still got to Disney yeah, World. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't a big deal. It wasn't. It it's wasn't. not now. I, I think... I, I, I get. I Disney get... was just done with this contract, you yeah. know, and it's a good time to make a change. Those Mears buses are outdated. Oh, very much so. They are very outdated. Yeah, um, the fleet is and hurting. it's the fleet was hurting, <laughs> and if the business relationship made sense, Disney would keep it. But you know, they are bleeding money, despite what the stock price will have you believe. Yeah. Disney is still bleeding money. Oh, sure. And they have got to save money if they're going to save jobs. Yep. And those Mears drivers are not Disney employees. No, they're not. And I hate that they're going to be losing jobs, but I think Mears will just... It'll be like when you book a Disneyland vacation, or when we used to book Disneyland vacation. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, there were transportation options. You just paid for them. Right. Like you would say... I want the Mirrors bus to take me to my resort. And you would click that option and they would charge you per person. And then you just added that onto the cost of your vacation. Yep. I think they're going to replace it with something like that. And I wish they had announced that as part of the discontinuation announcement. Like, we're going to stop doing this, but we have a plan in the works to provide, you know, Disney preferred <sighs> transportation to your resort. It's not right. like we're leaving you at the airport, at the airport. and you're yeah. just going right. to have to walk. <laughs> well, at least, I mean, they, they did give everybody plenty of time because it's right. through the rest of this year when you book a trip, you do get right. so beginning January the, 2022. Yes. So there is plenty of time. But I think what has caused a lot of, I don't know, I don't want to say misinformation, but I think alarm and discontent in the Disney community is the fact that Disney and the Florida transit people, I don't know what the transit authority is down there, but they also announced the light rail that oh, would yeah. go from Orlando international airport to Disney world in other places in Southern Florida as well. Yeah. But this light rail is not going to replace buses or private cars no. or anything to Walt Disney world because there's only going to be one station at Walt Disney world. And that is at Disney Springs. Disney Springs. So people are like, what are we going to do? We're going to take the train to Disney Springs and then transfer to a bus and the buses don't let you take luggage anyway. So people were confused. I think they thought that... isn't that that several years away, the light rail? At least 2023. At least. But there's different lines of it because I know there's like a sun rail part that's supposed Mm -hmm. to go from Miami up to Walt Disney World as well. So it's multi-tiered. It's got different (laughs) branches, multi-branched. Right, but as far as for... People traveling into Orlando to the airport and then getting to I Disney. Yeah, I don't. Think, I mean, I, yeah, with the luggage deal, I don't know how that. It's not really going to well, work. Well, there are that. luggage transfer services where yes. you can just have your bags go from the airport straight to your Disney resort, and you just alert Bell Services when you're ready for them. True. Again, not a big deal. I just think Disney has trained us to travel in a certain way. Yes, we are used to it. And now, and yeah. now things are changing. Well, it, and it, right now, change is hard for people. This well, is not a great time for us to be uncertain about things. No. And so I'm just trying to err on the side of patience. Like, yeah. let's see what this gets replaced with. Let's see what's going on. But they make these announcements and they're just harsh. And harsh and vague. <laughs> harsh and vague leads to discontent yeah. and Disney social media blowing, blowing. The you know what? Oh. <laughs> I'm just like, let's be patient. 
See, it's going to be okay. <laughs> the, the other part of the equation is it's it's and this mantra has been happening probably getting louder for maybe the past five years, ten years maybe. Is it's the less you're getting less and paying more. So now right. it's it's ridiculously expensive to go to Magic Kingdom for a day if you're not doing a package or do four days with park hoppers and everything else. Now I got to uh-huh. pay to get myself to the airport. You know, flights right. flights are st- the good thing is flights have come down considerably from most major right. markets. I'll tell you, we just so uh, we'll be going in April during the spring break time up here, and it still is uh-huh. down there. The Easter week and the week after, we're going for two weeks because my brother. My my niece and nephew's school is not the same as ours, so we're like, whatever, to hell with it. We're going for two weeks. Um, we scored flights from a our local little airport, not our not me, not LaGuardia or Kennedy or Newark, um, from the small Westchester airport, which JetBlue runs out of very limited flights. But we got flights on Good Friday for eighty nine dollars. Nice. Uh, heading down, and then the return trip is whatever. And we've had a boatload of points from the Jet Blue card, so we were able to get four of our flights for free. So just one of us is paying for the flight, and my parents. So out of seven passengers, only three had to, had to pay cash. It was ridiculous. I couldn't believe it that it was right. that cheap for that week. It was absolutely insane. So, you know. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, all these changes to passes and things, I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, I don't like it. No, I don't either. <laughs> but I think those of us who have been to Disney World a lot in the last three years, I say prior to the closures, yeah, we know that Disney was like the the growth was like hand over fist with park capacity and new things and new lands and new attractions and more people and more people and more people. Something had to give. Yeah, it was coming. It was coming. Where you to would a go head. in on a random October day, you know, it'd be like a, a random October Tuesday, and the park would be slam full. And yeah, that's yeah. like it didn't pick your park. It didn't matter. They didn't would be matter. full. I was on thinking, a random school day. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking when you were saying that, I was thinking Mel, when you and I met up in the Magic mm-hmm. Kingdom, it was like a Wednesday in September, and we waited mm-hmm. in line for almost an hour for Winnie the Pooh. Right. So. It's been exactly. nuts for years. It, it really has. And I'm hoping that whatever they come up with, with the annual passes or with new ticketing, you know, schemes, that it really does some redistribution of park capacity because things have gotten crazy for a while. Right. Well, see, that's that's the that's the problem. So they know what capacity they can run that park at, and it's been uh-huh. run at that capacity, as we've seen during Fourth of July weeks and Christmas weeks and everything else. And people still come and flock to it. So that's why. It goes. Uh-huh. So they know it can be done. So my, I mean, what I would—they're never going to do and it. And buses where you know they're just slam full, and people are standing with children on their hips. Yeah. Well, there's just not enough buses, even on a slow day. That, you know, that's just the, the there's just not enough in the fleet to to take care of yeah. everything. And now you got the monor- yeah, so and now, now you have a monorail that's not running most of the time. I'm just hoping that it, when things get back up to, I know they're at 35 percent now. I just hope that when things get back to, you know, it, when they're at 65 to 80 percent, that things are run a little. And it doesn't go any higher than that. <laughs> Park shouldn't yeah. be more than 80 percent full. They really shouldn't. I mean, it was, it's 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 funny. So we were talking about it the other night because we're past our ninety day window now. And I just happened to mention, say to the kids, and I said, "Listen, I said I don't, you know, you know, we're going to be there for a while." I said, "So we're not going to be doing, you know, uh, a ton of um, dining reservations and stuff like that." I said, "There's no dinner shows and stuff like that to go to anyway." I said, "But if there's right. a few you guys want to do, or you and your cousins want to do, you know, I'll, I'll, we'll book a couple." And so then they were talking about it and figuring stuff out or whatever. And uh, so my oldest, who just turned 16, says, um, he's like, well, when do we have to do our fast passes? I said, we don't. He's like, what do you mean? <laughs> I said, I reserved the parks for the days. You know, I picked our week that we're there by ourselves. I picked 
you know, I just did did a park each day and did a lot of studios. So we can try to get some of the Star Wars stuff because you guys haven't seen yeah, it. That's what we're doing too. <laughs> I said, and the week that we were there with Uncle John, I just what he already did. I just mimicked what he did. I said, then we could park up in the afternoon after two o'clock. But uh, he's like, so we have to wait in line. I was like, yes. They said, but it's not gonna. I was like, Pol-. I said, listen, you got to go in open mind. I said this. I said going here. I said this is how it. I remember it going to the parks as kids mm-hmm. as kids yes a lot of the entertainment is going to be there but capacity wise and everything is standby there's no f- flipping fast passes till whenever they rolled mm-hmm. those out in the when it was the late 80s and early 90s i don't even remember um, it was late 90s late 90s yeah so prior to that yeah if you wanted to go on something you stood in the line and you were okay with that because you were there and that's what you got to do mm-hmm. there also was half the crowd so it's you know, right. I'm actually yeah. looking forward to it. With that much amount of time being too. there, I'm in no hurry to do anything. Nope. I, I already have reached out to, you know, people I, you know, locals that I know that I've been chatting with for years on through social media and be like, I'm going to be there for two weeks. So at some point, I need to meet somebody, you know, for, you know, people <laughs> for drinks at Disney yeah. Springs because I'm ditching the kids are staying with grandma and grandpa. <laughs> Actually, yeah. they're old enough to go all by themselves. The two teenagers, at least. So, but um, you know, I, I, I'm not worried about running around and getting everything and doing everything and seeing everything. Uh, right. I, I don't think we're going to have a problem doing that anyway because you don't have to stop for shows. There's no stage shows to stay, sit and watch, except for Frozen. But Frozen, I, <laughs> I don't. You know, whatever. I like it, but it's fine. You know, it's air conditioned. There's, there's, there's no parades. There's no fireworks. <laughs> Except the cavalcades, but um, you know, I don't know. Are they still doing the cavalcades? Yes, as far as I know, yes. And I know the Main Street Philharmonic does walk up and does do their thing on Main Street, and I believe the Dapper Dans are still yeah they doing their thing up in the station, up in the in the train station, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's that stuff, but uh, you know, so it's going to be a whole different approach, and you know what, I'm not um. I'm not too upset about it. I'm not upset about it because I think it's going to be it's going to be a great trip anyway. But I, I, I'm not, you know, I'm and not for g- those of us who geek out over these details, this gives us something new to learn and <laughs> something real. new to master. It's, We're it, like, bring it. Adrian will be shaking in her boots. <laughs> I know this. See, this is but the, and this is me and Mel's wheelhouse. We're gonna rock. We're gonna rock our trips. <laughs> like, bring it. So the other change that came when they made that random magical express announcement was that. Extra magic hours are not going to be returning. Correct. Where you get into the park either an hour, into a designated park either an hour early or you can stay a couple of few hours late Up in the to... evening at a different park. Right. So what they're doing instead is making this new type of magical half hour, <laughs> but it's at all four parks. So it's distribute. This is one thing I do like that it's distributing. Right. The early morning crowds evenly through, or hopefully evenly, yeah. through the four parks. So Versus you don't have all one. of the guests, the on-site guests, mad rushing Magic Kingdom or mad rushing Animal Kingdom. Right. In the morning, if they've got morning magic hours, it's it's spread out. Yep. Where if you're spreading them out, then theoretically you can do more in half an hour than you probably could in an hour. If the in one park. In one right. park. So I could go to Magic Kingdom, but you know, three quarters of the other people who were up early are going to be at the other other parks. Correct. So the, hopefully, it'll keep the crowds spread out, and then you can do more in that half hour. I do like that um, plan. I don't know why a half hour though. I mean, it, anything helps, but a half hour seems weird to me. But uh, you know, whatever they do. I think that there will be adjustments to that. Um, I believe so. I think it's better than it's it's better than nothing now because even the the extra magic hours in its old form had been they'd been waning off of that even before COVID. Like the three, they hour, really had in favor of the paid events. Yes, which I was not happy about because I loved right. those extra three hours. I mean, my, there was multiple times my wife and I when we were there with either our parents or we would have like that kids' night out service come in. And uh-huh. the kids would go to bed, and we'd go back for that extra three hours, and we'd stay there until two in the morning, uh-huh. or as long as she could, so, la- yeah. you know, whatever. And that stuff was great because you're basically just whatever you're on. People move with Thunder Mountain. You're coming into the station, and you're giving the go around again finger, and they're just sending you. <laughs> so you know, right. that was had so, it perks at night. 
Exactly. And they had been offering that less and less in favor of the paid Moonlight Magic events. Right. Early morning. Or the early morning magic events. Right. And so it had gotten diluted as a perk mm-hmm. because it just was didn't seem to be offered as much. And right. so I, I'm okay. I, I'm a morning park person usually anyway. Yeah. And then by like one or two o'clock, I'm out. <laughs> I'm like, unless I have dinner reservations somewhere, I'm usually back at the resort chilling. I'm like, okay, see y'all later. This park's getting crowded for me. <laughs> so it, I, I'm okay with it being early. I, I hope that the program evolves as we get on, to, <clears throat> excuse me, as we get to the other side of COVID. And that some of these perks are going to start returning. But right now, I mean, Disney laid off, you know, 28,000 cast members. So you have to think they still have to staff these extra events. And if they're opening for if they're open for like three extra hours, they're not making as much money because most if the evening time, most of the food places are closed. Right. Sure. Merchandise places are open. But yeah. You still have to staff you still have to for staff. those three extra yeah. hours. Well, you still and need custodial where... and this and that mm-hmm. and the other thing. So, yeah, there's a so, lot that goes into it. Right now, until we are fully on the other side of COVID, I, I'm not in any way, shape, or form going to gripe about evening hours being gone. I, I hope they return eventually because you've got to bring back some of the perks of being on site. Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, the parks themselves don't stay open that late now anyway. What are we, 8 o'clock? Right. Most most. Part, I, if Magic you're Kingdom, lucky, maybe eight, nine, maybe nine, maybe right. nine o'clock. So you know, so, and then and then it's you know, then if if you're without kids or even with your kids, if you want, there's there's always Disney Springs until that closes, I believe, at ten, maybe eleven, mm-hmm. some of the places. But uh, <clears throat> we're not big Disney Springs people, so, so yeah, it's just I think things will come back they may look differently when they come back extra magic hours in the evening may look different i do hope that they come back or some form of after hours perks for on-site guests comes back we'll, we'll just yeah have definitely to wait and see how it unfolds yeah, but it's still all. disney world it's not gonna yeah. be a, you know I, it's truly it's gonna be like the like the, the, the older world. days because you know I, yeah you know up until i don't remember when those late hours and magic hours started probably around the same time the fast passes did maybe mid to late a little after that i think yeah but other than that parks weren't open much past nine o'clock maybe the magic kingdom was open till 10 certain nights because they used to run two parades with the fireworks in the middle in the summertime magic kingdom used to be open pretty late maybe till midnight yeah but none but, of the, but, was... but not the other parks like Studios was no. seven o'clock maybe because that never had after that uh, Sorcery in the Sky stopped they never had any more other nighttime entertainment and Animal Kingdom used to close at five o'clock when it first opened. I remember that five or six o'clock the latest Epcot was always nine it seemed to that seemed to be Epcot's thing forever it was nine to nine that was it with Future World opening earlier and mm-hmm. World Showcase opened at eleven. Um, you know, and Illuminations ran at nine and that was it. The park was closed after that. So exactly, it seems like they're getting back to that simpler model, at least for now, which makes sense. You know, you know, like we said, they, they don't have the staff, Disney, they don't have the numbers. Gotten, so it Disney vacations had become very complex. Yeah. It I was mean, getting out of hand. Spreadsheets. And oh, forget you had it. to plan. I mean, it was yeah. 180 days for dining, and then 60 days or 30 days for, for fast, fast passes. passes. And you had to, it, and it really was a complex system. And like I said, those of us who geek out about that kind of thing were like, "Yeah, bring it." But yeah, I'm not that much had of a, a planner. Point. I'm not much. Of, I'm not that person anymore. No, I'm not, I never really was. But <laughs> COVID has changed us too, and I'm just like, I'm honestly just happy to be going back at yes, all i am with and you when i saw the pictures today of ratatouille's bathrooms opening mm-hmm. very excited why am i super excited about new bathrooms we'll remember, we'll remember <laughs> I mean, when the tangled bathrooms open people okay now a little bit different about that because that tangled tower when it first started going up like that is the coolest thing ever and how right. detailed it was and how wonderful it was and then I found out it was just going to be a bathroom. Right. I was not so excited about that. I'm like, it's not at least going to even be a meet and greet. You've got this wonderful tower and <laughs> it's a 
bathroom. Punsies potties. I've never <laughs> understood why they don't make that a meet and greet and then just have a bathroom there too. It's like just a bathroom. So weird. I don't know. <laughs> There's no place. I, it just needed to make sense. Yeah, I don't I know. Mean, Oh, I, I can't even with the Rapunzel bathrooms. Yeah. <laughs> Missed opportunity and weird because you can see, and that's, you know, that was one of the first things that you could see from the wrong land. Yes. You can see it from Liberty Square. Liberty Square, yeah. And I was like, oh, but I would have forgiven it if there was a cool place to meet Flynn <laughs> If Ryder. there was something to do there besides pee. Yeah, and you look, know, and, and I don't for think Pascal. I've ever used those bathrooms once. Oh, it's a, it's I used it constantly because it was also a stroller stop, so it was like right. you know, stroller parking for Fantasyland for that half of Fantasyland. And now Rapunzel but bathrooms were a heavy, for heavy who use. Don't for remember us. that used to be when um, Magic Kingdom had its version of the Skyliner, the Skyway, yeah, the Skyliner, <laughs> it was called yeah. the Skyway. But yeah, it was like the pre-Skyway. That was the um, Fantasyland station. Was it right was the there. prototype. That was the Fantasyland station, and absolutely. I, I mean, it was. It went down in the what mid nineties. I remember writing that in high school. Um, I remember. I remember. Yeah, I think it was gone before my wife and I or went. Early nineties. Yeah, uh, I think mid nineties. I think mid nineties. I think mid nineties. It finally closed. Yeah. I'm trying to think if on my wife and I's first trip down there together when we were dating, if it was running. And that would have been late 90s, like 97 or 98. I think it was still there, but it wasn't running. 20,000 right. Leagues still was. but Yeah, I remember go- flying over 20,000 Leagues. Yeah. Was... And that then was... uh, I think the Skyway shut down mid-90s finally for the last time. and But right. it, then it stayed there forever until they... Um, so I mean, they had real estate to do something with, but they just made it into bathrooms. And right. Like, oh the other goodness. tower, though, came. They took the uh, Space Mountain one down first. That side came down first. Right. And, but the Fantasyland one, it just became stroller parking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm not. I wasn't as excited about the Rapunzel bathrooms because <laughs> I thought it was actually going to be something. And then I was disappointed it was bathrooms. Yeah. We're now with Ratatouille. Hey, I- I'm excited that there's bathrooms. <laughs> Man, have I gone down far. Hey, <laughs> it's the little things. Thanks, COVID. You know, Imagine really telling is. yourself two years ago, I can't wait to see these new I bathrooms. <laughs> well, I mean, you well, know, people do flip out about the bathrooms sometimes. They so do. Before yeah. COVID was a thing, um, we stayed at Riviera last January. It was about this time last year. And we came in on the Skyliner to Epcot, and you could see all that they're doing on the backside of the France Pavilion where they were building up the new street, the, all, the new areas where the eatery is going and Ratatouille's back there. And you could tell back then, even a year ago, how neat that area is going to be. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing it when I get there in the spring and hopefully can see some more. I, I don't think that the ride's going to be no, I don't think ready so. yet. No, not, not in May. No, but it'll still be neat to see. It'll de- yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing it too. France was never one of my favorite pavilions. It just wasn't you know. No. I'm, not, I'm not a fan of French food or cuisine or just that. You know. So I mean, we would go in there. I do love the film, but they've ruined that by putting that damn sing along in there. Um. <laughs> anyway, shoving IP anywhere <laughs> it can real. go. Thanks, Chape. I do like Leal, which is the. <laughs> bakery back there and the game of will i get a table (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah there's good i mean the stuff is fantastic in those in the bake shop and the other thing the i can't even begin i can't even yeah pretend that i I can say it right patisserie bougelerie or whatever the hell it is i can't even that's the one that's in the front isn't it i can honestly say i don't think i've ever purchased a gift item from france like in any of the shops i don't think i've ever bought anything in there no me neither so hopefully these the new area has some cute stuff that of course it's gonna have ratatouille plushes (laughs) (laughs) you know you can get a skinner doll (laughs) <laughs> so the new stuff that back there looks really good um yeah. in the where they've got the in the pavilion where they have the 
I don't even know what you would call it. Kind of like the showcase of what's coming to Epcot. Yes. I know that they have been taking things out of it. Is Cherry Tree Lane one of those things? Or yes. is that one? No, I think the Mary I think the Mary Poppins thing has gotten uh scrapped. The Nick. Oh, All together? The... Like it's never happening? Uh that I don't know, but in, in this phase as I think what I've read it's it's been put on the burner back and No. I yeah. had a feeling Cherry Tree Lane was going yeah. bye-bye. Because there wasn't real clear-cut direction from it when they announced it anyway. I mean, no, they had, they had concept was, art, but that was really about it. Really, it was the exteriors. Pretty much. So you right. would see the homes, like see Admiral Bloom's, Bloom's home and 17 yep. Cherry Lane. Yep. And then it said that there would be a Mary Poppins attraction. attraction. But it was very vague, because attraction vague. can mean a lot of things. Yes. In Disney vocabulary. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so I, to best to my knowledge, that's not happening. Right. And Remember so two years ago how excited we were about all of this stuff going on at yeah. Epcot and all the new stuff. Oh, it was going to be the uh, it was going to be like it was <sighs> in its glory days again. I, I still think it's going to be great because the, the it'll the, get there because the future world part, like the main thing that they're working on now, not too much has been changed from that except for that observation deck, uh, all encompassing type deal. I think that's the only the thing. Celebration, right. celebration, something the celebration. The new yeah. fountain looks beautiful the f- from uh, the pictures I've seen. Uh, the new old yeah. fountain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was how it was when I remember going there when it opened with the three spires. But did you, have you seen, there's a video, I don't know, I'm sure all the blog places have it now, of the lighting effect in the fountain. That's pretty cool. Ooh, it's got color changing, color changing lights in the fountain. Ooh, is that Super cool. old too, or is no? That no, that's new. new. No, that's, that's new. That's new. So I'm. I don't know if that means it's going to be synced to music, a la uh, like the Fountain of Nations was for now, or if it's just a just simply a mood lighting thing. But it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. What, what the twenty thirty second clip that I saw. So yeah, that's a good looking fountain. That whole frontage is is really nice now, and they've. Um, I guess they're working on the. Uh, reinstalling the leave a legacy things at the exit points now. So they're not in the middle of that promenade. Um, so I guess those kiosks are monoliths or whatever the hell you want to call them are going back in some form or fashion. Gravestones, the gravestones. Yeah. As you exit the park, you know, like after on the, uh, after you go through the gates. So they'll they be on the so way to the buses. Dated. Yeah. They were dated. I'm on there somewhere. Me and my wife are on there somewhere. Aww. Probably never find it again now. <laughs> I'll have to look for <laughs> the, uh, the. They give you a thing when you bought it of what your thing's going to look like and like the code of where to find it. But who the hell? I'd have, have to dig that up from somewhere. But um, yeah, I'm <laughs> still no. I'm still excited for the main area of uh, of Epcot. That whole future world, um, right? Old inventions. And Spaceship Earth promenade. is still running. It's I to you. Oh best... yeah, did they scrap that update? I don't think they scrapped it. I think they're putting no. it off until things well kind of, yeah, I think okay. things kind of return to somewhat of a normal, um, or at least, yeah, Capacity. definitely until after the anniversary. So, yeah. which right. is fine because maybe that'll give them more time to come up with something more awesome for the ending instead of turning around and touching a computer screen. Yeah. I do love that ride, but the ending is kind of lackluster. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So we'll see. What and maybe happens. we can find out whatever happened with the mammoths because we I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Disney, you can project all kinds of magical things onto a castle. castle. Yes. Yes. But a screen that's right in front of a projector in an already darkened room, you can't make it so we can tell what's going on what's with going the mammoth. On? It's, <laughs> it's the worst projector it, it's like as bad as those ones in the second grade when your teacher would wheel in the projector. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the real reels. Not only is the, the animation, overhead. yeah, the yeah. animation is kind of basic. Well, at it's this wonky. Point. I mean, well, because it just it, it just changes. It wasn't like that came in with the Judy Dench upgrade in 07. Before that, it was fine. You could totally tell what the hell was going on. Right. They had the the, the caveman and the. And Do the, they not have the appropriate light bulb? Well, I, this is Walt Disney. I 
I, I don't How know. How could they make the worst woolly mammoth scene ever? I blame the Imagineers on that one. Somebody had to come up with that idea, and they had to they had to put it together. And either it came out horribly wrong, and they didn't feel like redoing it, or I don't know. But yes, I, mean, at I this agree. Point, it is Pixar terrible. Pixar could have taken over, and they would they would have woolly mammoths that could talk to us and talk to. I mean, something. I got it. The same guy who was in charge of programming the Yeti. Yeti. Programmed that projector. The mammoth. He's Hopefully he was fired. <laughs> I'm going to assume that the Yeti is not on the list of updates. Oh, forget happening. Now that Joe Rody's gone, forget ha- it. That yeah. thing's going to stay frozen forever. <laughs> Disco Even Yeti Joe forever. Even Joe said that you basically had to dismantle two-thirds of the interior of the mountain to yes. fix the Yeti. So the, what happened? Why did he break? It froze up. I don't know what it was. It was a... I, I don't remember. I don't I think don't they've think officially ever said... I the Yeti itself is supposed to be that difficult. It's just the fact that access and the reanimating him would require... Disassembly of said dis- Everest. <laughs> right. Because it was they built didn't. around him. Right. Oh, man. Because he was that. supposed to work. Yeah. He did once. <laughs> <laughs> for the promotional yeah. video he worked fine that's it that's all you get so yeah eh, rest in peace yeti yeah rest in peace buddy so lots of changes but given the times we're in you know yeah i mean just, it's i'm just it's par for the course happy really. to go yeah that's where i'm at and, with it after, you know, and especially since my kids are, my kids specifically are at the ages they are, I'm going to be an empty nester in six months, um, which is weird to think of in and of itself. But we don't hit the parks like we used to. So this era of slowing things down and scaling back seems to suit us. I guess that's maybe why I'm not as up in arms about all the changes, probably like I, I probably should be. <laughs> I just don't have the energy to be super upset about a lot of a lot of these changes. I'm just like, okay, that means we're slowing down. That means we're going to have to do things at a different pace. And yeah. I'm kind of okay with well, that. I'm right good now. with that. I never liked to, you know, since having kids, I running around the parks and trying to get everything done was not my we made the mistake of trying it, you know, the first year we yeah. went with Yeah, well then they all become teenagers and that's born. what you do. <laughs> and I was like, ugh. Yeah, well, they when did, our kids were little, we didn't. But then once they all hit teenager and they just wanted to get things done and, you know, I'm here yeah. for them. No, whatever. Well, my, my youngest, the eight year old, said the other day when we were talking about stuff, he was like, he's like, I'm excited to go back to Disney World so I can go in the pools. I'm like, yes, OK. <laughs> so I know how our days are already going to go. Come exactly. you know, that afternoon time. It's going to be carrying out in a pool. And I'm just going to say, yeah, OK, whatever. It's fine. Absolutely. I'm not fighting with anybody. Uh-uh. So it'll be good either way. It'll be good. I'm fine. As long as I'm there, I'm good. I'm a good. Well. I think I th- that's it for all our changes I think it's today. about that time. Yeah. I think that's enough changes for one. <laughs> and that was just in the last week, folks. <laughs> I know. You're like... <laughs> Thor updating the Hulk on what's going on in the last two days. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That was pretty fresh. Yeah, that was. <laughs> um, so. We'll be back in two weeks when yes. 10 other things have changed. When 10 other things have changed. And hopefully with our other two missing members. <laughs> I know. But everybody's, I know. Everybody's got a lot Absolutely. going on. A lot going on. So uh, we, we, do. we do it when we can. And we appreciate everybody who's been sticking around and anybody new who's found us. Um, so, you know, we hope you were giving you some sort of entertainment during all this craziness and home time and time away from parks and everything else. Disney. So we all we thank you. Thank you for listening and sticking with us for all these years and hopefully you keep sticking with us and with that we will uh, sign off for this one and talk to everybody next time follow our troop at www.disexplorers.com where you can find all the links for all our hosts social media accounts 
You can also follow the podcast on our Facebook group at The Diz Explorers and on Twitter and Instagram at The Diz Explorers. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, and also on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Magic.